taking these off let me make sure I'm recording first let me hit record on all my things let me record all the things what's happening bro you under Mario Yes, it's 150th, bro. We are doing the damn thing. Doing the damn thing. You feel me? You feel me? All right, I need to start. Let me put my timer on here. And then we can get all the things going. Um, Sorry for my lateness. This was supposed to start at... All of this was supposed to start at um, welcome first. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm flustered. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad I got something to drink right here. But I'm glad y'all joining me, all who are joining me, whoever who is tuning in right now, do me a favor, send this to two other people. I know how lives work. You jump in, you jump out, you see what's going on, you see if you, you know, it's something you need to stick around for, we ain't doing shit. Send this off to some friends who may not be doing shit. But just send it off to some friends just to let them know what the fuck is going on. You feel me? Send it off to your peoples. Tonight is a special night that I wanted to share with all of y'all. As you see within my pinned comment, um, it's 150. It's my 150th episode, Death to Situationships. And this is a redo episode. What I want y'all to understand is to get to 150 episodes, 150 in anything. is an accomplishment. It is a milestone. And I think it's even more special that I'm doing this with y'all. You know what I'm saying? So, right now, what I need you all to do, like I said, is keep sending. You see, Rose sent it to 35 people. I'm asking for you at least send it to three. But if you want to match him, match him right now. Join in. I got a cool little outline that's going to be nice, quick, and easy. Revisiting one of my most popular episodes, one of my favorite episodes. Uh, I believe the person who was featured in that episode is actually on this live. I'll make sure I send this to her. Let me send this to a few people. Let me send it to a few people. You know what I'm saying? Let me send it to a few people myself. While I'm talking, you know what I'm saying? And get it going. You know? 
And um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Who else, who else? Who else, who else? Yeah. Yeah, let me, I send it to a handful of folks myself. So Ty is here. Now, first, this is the Soulfully, Soulfully, Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans, Simply Being Humans. I'm Rodney Perry, and I am the host of the Simply King Podcast. And what I do... Uh, what I try to do on a weekly basis, but recently it's been a whole lot of rigmarole to try to, you know, shut down a brother's gang from a whole power outage that lasted like a few days last week, a power outage today. And then once I try to set up all my things, I got all this static. I got all this weird shit and I'm not going to let it stop. No show. I'm not going to let it stop me. I'm looking how I'm looking. I got my, I, I'm looking glowy and shit. I'm, I'm freshly washed out here. Got me some alcoholic, alcoholic, you know what I'm saying? But it's a celebration and I'd be damned if I put this off any longer. So I want to thank all of y'all for joining me. I want to thank all of y'all for who've, who's always supported this podcast since the beginning. It'll be five years next month and, um, and it don't even feel like it. <laughs> it don't even feel like it's been that long, but it feels good. It feels great to be able to create for this long, to be able to to show some form of consistency. Uh, it really feels good. Um, what today is going to be, like I said just right before, is that I'm going to revisit one of my favorite episodes, one of my most popular episodes. This episode is titled the death to situationships episode. And it really ushered in so much for me. It ushered in, uh, the first, uh, one of my first, one of my first guests who were well, not one of my first guests, but one of my guests who came to became one of my most guested guests being Tyus typing who you'll see on this live, uh, more than likely responded back to what's happening. Cause she was there. Um, but also, it was um, my first time reacting, you know, to something that was, you know, happening in the moment. It was a viral moment. It was inspired by Hurt Bay. If y'all remember several years ago when that whole Hurt Bay situation happened, Hurt Bay is a, was a Spelmanite and a Morehouse alumnus, alumna, who essentially took themselves to some digital platform and essentially talked about their breakup on camcord. I don't know how many people would volunteer to do that. I personally wouldn't myself, but to each his own. You feel me? Um, it became a global, global conversation about what the hell is going on. Is this fake? Is this real? Um, and then everything being verified made both of their, changed both of their lives. Baby girl went on to literally have a legitimate modeling career. I think he went on to just have a, a following and be bashed forever, whatever. And they actually came back after the success of this whole Hurt Bay video and like rehashed some shit. It was like at the second time around felt a little bit like they was chasing some trying to re trying to, you know, make lightning strike twice. And that shit just didn't work like that. But it inspired me to have a conversation about situationships because that whole scenario wasn't really even a relationship that she was fighting for. It wasn't a relationship she was mad about. She was upset about 
this very in-between gray area ass thing they had that was, you know, that kind of crumbled pretty fucking quickly. Um, the thing, <laughs> but first, before I get into my, uh, let me jump into my segments. Uh, but that's the overview. Um, that is what the, this whole episode is going to be about. And you're here to interact with me. Uh, feel free to, I believe you can ask questions on this thing. There'll definitely be a portion where you can ask me some questions. Um, and I'll definitely make sure I have some time kind of out spread out for that. But what I want to first do is do a quick Twitter check-in. My Twitter check-in is my pop culture, you know, kind of my steady pop culture segment that I kind of slide into every episode every now and again. And I had to talk about something that was trending today. What was trending today was actually uh, <laughs> Trey Songs, just his name. But why? Trey Songs was trending because his sexual exploits and escapades, and then it got further to his more than likely abusive behavior, was all over the timeline. There was uh, actually a, I think what sparked the whole, <laughs> sparked the whole kind of trending topic of Trey Songs was a, um, a clip that went viral from the um, No Jumper podcast hosted by uh, Adam22. I believe um, it was um, Celine something and her friend. And I believe it was the friend who was telling this story. Two white women who were extremely made up had a lot going on with their faces and you know you could tell it was some work done but um they are out on the scene they are those type of women who are in the mix around a lot of vips before she even got to talking about um before she even got to talking about the whole uh situation with um situation with you know trey she was talking about how she sucked off about like seven NBA players that, you know, and it is what it is. I'm not judging that part. The part that went viral is Trey Songs because she talked about his whole, this whole, this whole situation. And it's weird as hell. And um, what I want to say to that is what my message to that real quick is do not push up anybody. Do not hold up celebrities to any type of, esteem or pedestal because that's going to make when they ever do anything that's human whatever it is they're going to fall so fucking far and it might i might be easy at it because i feel like you know it's just easy for me to get to that for me to let people go that whole r kelly shit happened and what we already knew it was happening it was very easy for me to be like i will never listen to this guy again um and various other people now, i'm not that clinging to people but it's a lot of folks who gonna feel away and you can check out an episode that I actually did addressing this very thing about the problematic nature of artists um, on an episode called Separate. You can find that everywhere podcasts are available. But let's jump into the conversation. So the conversation is me revisiting this episode titled Death to Situationships. I re-listened to it and the episode featured my sis, Ty. Um... My sis, Ty Coleman, this is the first time she actually was featured on my podcast. And I love Ty so much. I want y'all to all make sure y'all go follow Ty is typing, especially if you need your, uh, your, your, your vibes in terms of, you know, getting your beauty together, getting all your things together. Um, 
in terms of just, you know, beauty and makeup, hair, all these different things and just lifestyle blogging, make sure you go follow my sis. Um, and one thing I want to tell y'all is that specifically, I think is no, I think the reason why Ty has always been a very repeat, she's been on the most episodes of my podcast. She's constantly supporting my podcast. Without people like Ty, there would be no Simply King podcast. So I have to say that. Because you need people like that in your corner. You need people who consistently are coming at you with all of these vibes, all these ideas, pumping you up, letting you know your feedback, letting you know when you touched them with the with your words. So I'm so glad that I initiated and made all that happen with this very special episode, which was kind of my first special delivery episode because we did it literally in the middle of the week, right when it happened. And um, that episode was so powerful because it, it put me onto the put me onto the Apple podcast charts. I was like 198, <laughs> which is a lot <laughs> when there's thousands and thousands of motherfucking podcasts out there that are published and put out things on a daily basis. She was there and she, I feel like everything that Ty said, I'm everything that Ty said in the episode and I listened to it so fresh. I literally listened to it again today. Everything that she had to say is still holds true today. Everything I had to say, I don't even know if I all the way still believe. <laughs> but I think it had a lot to do with the fact that I was, when I recorded the episode, I was in this committed relationship. So I was coming from a place of just a high horse where this ain't me. What's happening, Taylor? How you feeling, girl? This ain't me. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this is this is me preaching out to people who are putting uh, men and women into these situationships because I'm sitting there thinking, like, I ain't going to never be in one. Well, <laughs> when I listened back to this, I, it was so many cringeworthy moments because it was so many things that I feel like I have a better viewpoint on now. It's been some years, so I feel like I'm older now. I've grown up. I have better vocabulary on what I feel. And um, and I, it was such a, re a refreshing thing to really be able to hear my own growth. Um, and I just loved that Ty was a part of that. Being somebody that's close to me, I'm glad. And I'm so, and I think it says so much that when I was listening to her words, everything that she was saying was something that was still holding true. Every, some things that I was saying, I feel like I never even followed, even now, even recently. And because um, I feel like it was certain things that I believed, certain things I kind of feel like I got a new perspective on. And let's dive right into that. You can listen to it everywhere, Miss Lady. Simply King Podcast. That's everywhere you can find that. I see that's unique beauty ATL. That's kind of that sound like a uh, like a shop or something. I like that. But several things that came up, and one thing that came up that was vital that I think everybody needs to understand when it comes to dating as a whole is communication is key. Communication is key. What we all do and what we all know is is that when we are meeting people for the first time. We're usually, you know, presenting our representative. And I think in a lot of different situations, what happens is we are <laughs> presenting the most polished version of ourselves. And when you're in these college situations um, or these very not even college situations, because people find themselves in situationships well into their late 20s, into their 30s, so on and so forth. But what you want in that moment in time is what matters the most. What I find that. 
I feel like both sexes do is that they feel this need for this expeditious reaction, this expeditious uh, call and response. So if you're this man and you're out and you're doing your thing and you know better that you really don't even need to be entertaining nothing, you say that to yourself. You say that at home, but you go out and you see this beautiful woman, you see beautiful women, and you step to them. Knowing you don't have no business to, knowing you're not in the place to, but you set it to the side because you feel like I want what I want. You want to go after what you want to go after. But then when it comes to women, usually the example is it's like this man who is doing things I've never seen being done is now in my face. So I may need to open up to him. But his communication is key. Being honest with yourself first to then communicate exactly what it is that you had. Like, where are you right now? Are you even actually open enough to even do anything with me? Can you even tell me that, hey, if we get into the, get into something, these are my expectations. These are my boundaries. Do you know your boundaries? And I had to come into realization of this Lily recently. Do you even know your own boundaries? I believe a lot of men are plagued with this uh, because we it, it, it helps us to move throughout our dating uh, situations without boundaries or with loose boundaries or very minimal boundaries because we want because then you're gonna it's going you're gonna mirror that you're gonna loosen it up you see what I'm saying you're gonna let it all hang out you're gonna let it all go the thing that Leonard did to Courtney in this video when they gave all these anecdotes of how their situationship was so damn toxic he was coming he was pretty much coming to her with these very mixed signals. He was coming to her, and then when he did give her some black or white, it was harsh as hell, and it felt so out of place. But it's usually because no one has established what your expectations are. Exactly. You got it, girl. Yes, boundaries and expectations are always needed, no matter what it is. Edify me. Y'all go follow Taylor Mason at Edify Me right now. Truly, that's what it is. And I think... We don't ever put ourselves in a situation where we can set ourselves up for success. We don't make room and space to set ourselves up for success. And I think I'm still I'm still making those mistakes. And we got to be okay with that. Like you can't be too hard on yourself because that's what the work is all about. You have to you have to be okay with that. You have to understand like damn, I thought I was good. You were tested now and you still aren't. You still approached that wrong. You still didn't give that moment what it really needed. And um, and that's okay. It's okay because you're going to learn from that. The lessons are going to be harder and harder the older we get. And we just got to grow from that. Um, next point. Um, what else? What, 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 just to listen to yourself. You got to build great habits. Building great habits is something that I think is the flaw that I think a lot of us have at an early age. We don't even realize the toxic behavior that we're bringing into certain situations. So that's why we end up putting ourselves in consistent situations with the same similar types of people. Not understand, And we're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. When it's a part of the choices that you're making and a part of these things that you're doing, but you got to see it that way. And I think it's hard for us to blame ourselves for other people for putting ourselves with situations with other people. And sometimes it starts with that choice that you made. Um, 
It starts with the energy and a certain thing that you said and not going out, not getting out when you want to, not getting out when you need to. If somebody overstepped this boundary that you've already expressed to them, giving them multiple and multiple chances, all these various things. And fellas, one thing that I have to say to you and I got to say to myself, we got to be okay to let them go. We have to be okay to let them go. Because it's gonna, it's gonna fuck with people's emotions if we kind of keep the the string of communication, if we keep things lingering, if we keep things mixed up, and that's how situationships are birthed. They're birthed because we kind of keep people in the complex point where it's it's complicated. We're not this, we're not that, we in the in between, and usually we can find some justification that's. Somewhat mm, agreeable. I just got out this relationship, so I can't just, um, you know, it, I, 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 I got a lot going on, so I can't just. But we say all those things, and sometimes women say this back to us because they don't want to commit. They want a guy, but they say they don't want what comes with having, quote unquote, the obligation of being in a relationship. So they'll say the same thing. They'll agree to it. They'll say that's exactly where I'm at too. And be fucking themselves over. People will be end up fucking themselves over if you don't express, actually, I am trying to date you. Actually, I'm trying to date. Not just you. I'm trying to date. For whatever purpose and reason. I'm trying to date to, you know, to lead to something serious, more serious, and keep progressing and getting further and further. And that's some, we make that a hard thing. And because we have these multiple, one thing that we brought up is how we us as black people have created all these different phases. Because I don't hear people, at least white people, I don't hear people in other ethnic groups talk about how they just talk. How they just, you know, are in this in-between phase. I know situationships happen with everybody, but, you know, does it really? <laughs> like, does it really, though? Because it seems like with us, we have a very particular, I don't know, like, it just seems like we always are doing our own thing. And one thing that we created was just talking, the talking phase. And that talking phase can turn into that situationship. Instead of just being this kind of, you know, very small intermediate phase of y'all being acquaintances to now dating in an actual relationship, we've created even more intermediate positions for you to play a role in. And that just adds some more complexity in the whole damn thing. Um... Yeah, I say I ain't listening to myself. That shit's hypocritical. The black love. Oh, and titles. Titles. Honest people think the word date is equivalent to exclusivity. That's where that came from. It's goofy. <laughs> I agree. I think, but I think it should be clear about what your semantics are. How do you see things? Hence, my next my next point is we brought up uh, titles in this conversation. And I still believe in what I said then. Titles do matter. And I'm going to tell you why titles matter. Because I think we have redefined what titles mean. Titles are now, and they've now became these trapping uh, categories of the statuses that we have with certain people. Instead of the realities of what the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? Like we've now made it, it's just a us thing. We just are doing whatever we doing. 
And I agree with that to some degrees, because when you think about certain traditions they are attached to, you know, being husband and wife and how those things can be very oppressive in a lot of ways. I get why you would want to detach yourselves from those traditional things. But when we're talking about most phases of life where we're having relationships with people, it should be clearly defined exactly what we are. This is the agreement. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you, bro. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to glow out here. Uh, that's my bro, Juwanza. I truly feel like titles mean so much. And you know how many people put themselves in scenarios where they can flip this shit on you. They can flip how you are, you know, well, you know, we was just doing what we was doing. You ain't my girl or nothing. So I could, I thought I could do what I want. And that's not the truth. It never was the truth. Um, but you can always lean on that, right? Um, you can always lean on that because why? You're in a situation ship. Because we're not in something that is somewhat binding, where we got a bond that we've agreed on, where it's been said that this is what it is, then anything can go. It's no accountability. There's no, there's so much room. And then the fucked up part about it, and I've seen, I, I'll tell y'all this one story. It was a friend of mine, because when I was in college, I used to cook for people all the time. And <laughs> her roommate came in storming, mad, pissed, right? Pissed. Big piss. And I'm like, what's going on? What's wrong? What's wrong? Because I thought, you know, somebody hit her or something. Thought she got into a fight with some dude. I got a little riled up. Come to find out, once she calms down, she tells me that this dude that I know she's dated, this dude that I know that she's fucking, because when I came over to cook for a friend one time, they was in there getting they getting doing the grown, grown folks. You feel me? Handling some grown folks' business in there. You know what I'm saying? With some beds. And I'm just like, oh, okay, what's going on? What'd he do? What'd he do to you? Still thinking that it was something violent. And it was not. He flat out told her, hey, we can't hang out this weekend. My ex coming into town, so I'm going to be with her. I then asked her, so that's fucked up that your man would say that to you. Why would he say that to you? Hold on, hold on. He ain't my man. I was like, oh, y'all been out in public. Y'all been dressing alike. Y'all been acting all cute. I remember you just told me last week you done met his parents and shit. Like, what? Y'all weren't together? What was all of that? Y'all are public. Together. Fucking. Doing all the relationship things. She was like, no, that's, we just didn't want to, you know, tie each other down. We didn't want to do all that. Blah, blah, blah. And she was like, and I'm mad because this is like the second time that this has happened. I was like, this is the second time he done his exes came into town, he has told you about it, and he went and fucked her? She was like, yes. And I'm like, I can't feel that sorry for you. Because this is what you, you literally agreed to this. And that's the problem. Why would you agree to that? Why would you do that? Really? Truly, 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 really, why would you do that? And I think that's the scenario that so many of us find ourselves in. So many of us put ourselves in. And this is a this is not me trying to be preachy like I feel like I was a way more preacher in that first in this original episode death to situationships. 
I think it's this complicated nature of, you know, us wanting to get what we want, have our cake and eat it too, still have some freedoms. But the fact of the matter is that people have certain standards for themselves. And the fucked up part about it is there's more people whose standards don't align that are usually intermingling and having the sex, having and sharing each other's spaces, being in each other's presence, who they should not be. And um, and that's the problem. Is we need to align with we need to actually have some alignment within our romantic uh, situations. And um, and that's the biggest problem. That's the biggest issue because we don't have any alignment. Usually we usually approach it unaligned. I wanted some sex or she wants some sex. Or I want the relationship and she just wants some sex, right? Whatever it is. It's always one or the other. Or quote unquote, the mo the the most famous scenario being we both said we just wanted this was just gonna be sex, but you know, somebody gonna catch some feelings. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I guess, I guess. Situationships are still around. You literally have had songs speak to it. You've literally had shows show it <laughs> literally have had so many different things in popular culture to show that situationships are alive and well they did not die when i put out this episode they did not die at all and situationships are so fucking strange they are so damn weird and they really aren't necessary because why should you be in this half-ass relationship with anybody why should you feel like oh I kind of belong to somebody, but I kind of don't. Hence, why so many women, so many women who date men, ask men, are you single? Yvonne Orgy had a joke about it. Are you single is a question that a lot of women ask. And as and you saying, like, are you really single? Like, are, do you talk to anybody? Because situationships have flooded this earth. <laughs> And if you are entertaining people nine times out of 10, you're doing things with them past the point of just comfortability for me, for them to then enter into something with you. So if you end up, so let's say if you are in a quote unquote, because that's the part that we don't really, that, that really can't be honest about. And that is you are, have so many people on, on call that you can pull up on who feeding you giving you some ass. It is what it is. And there's a lot of people who'd rather not be in a in that bunch, in that selection. They'd rather be approached where it's like, you ain't had nothing going on. Um, you ain't had nothing going on. And that's okay. That's cool. And I think that that's something that we can, you know, you can build on. Um, I think that's something that you can build on. But I think first, you have to be honest with yourself. We got to stop trying to force ourselves into other people's lives and pull the fuck out. Establish what our boundaries are. If you see somebody ain't trying to be on the type of time you're trying to be on, you can't change them. If they're not ready to do it, they're not ready to do it. If they're going to use your time because you're going to let them use your time, they're going to abuse your time. They're going to get whatever they want. And you can sit here and convince yourself that that was what you wanted too. But in actuality, you wanted more. You wanted her or she wanted you. Either or. And I think we can't have that 
uh, cognitive dissonance when we approach dating because dating should be a clear cut thing. It shouldn't be as hard as we make, but we've made it so fucking complicated. It's books about it. It's different languages now. It's so much out there that we don't even know. We've barely scratched the surface on because a lot of us haven't even seen a, what a healthy relationship looks like. A lot of us haven't even seen, oh, this is how, the best way to approach a person that you're interested in. No matter what your sexual orientation is, this is the best way to exchange with a person who you are truly interested in. Because everybody be having these different weird ass baggages that they got to kind of fight, fight against when they're entering into these new found romantic situations with people. Oh, you, I know you got hoes. Oh, I know you, um, you know, you kind of out here, you doing whatever, whatever. Oh, you really are trying to be on some serious shit and I'm not. But what happens is we try to turn because we like something about that person. We try to force them to just convince them to do what we want them to do, to be on the program we want them to be on. And this happens on both sides. This is not a man bashing moment right here. Both sides do this. How many women try to convince this man that he must be with her because she's ready to be in an extremely serious long-term relationship and he is not. Do not be with this man. He does not he does not want to be with you that in that way. He wants to be with you in this very simple way. But vice versa, bro, she's giving you all this energy and it's going to get on your nerves the longer you stay. Get the fuck out. Separate. Separate. And you gotta keep you gotta keep it honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. You gotta say to yourself, like, all right, cool. We gotta get out of this. We gotta do whatever we gotta do. And like I said, this isn't me coming from this at a point of me being preachy. Because that's exactly what I did. And it's not even, and it was so cringeworthy to hear myself from several years ago, but it shows how much I've grown to a point, but also show me where on this uh, gradient of life where I'm really standing, you know? So I might not be at, at, you know, mile, quarter, you know, a quarter mile anymore. And I might be a mile and a half further along this journey, but there's still so much more for me to do. There's still mistakes that I'm making, still so much room for improvement, um, still truths that I need to continuously find within myself, uh, still lies that I need to stop telling myself, uh, still a sense of awareness that I need to build, still new habits I need to input. And I think this is something that we all can do no matter who you are. Because I think we all have brought in so many different things. One thing that was brought up within that conversation on that episode was also, and I, I just brought this up, was the fact that we haven't seen too many healthy relationships within our communities. Even if you had parents who were married, even if you had a you know a two parent home, even if your parents weren't married, because that's a thing, um, there's some type of toxicity or something that you might have seen that affected you. There's people who have seen their families be married and they don't care about getting married now. There's people who have you know never been married, have never seen their parents married, and they adore and they cherish and they put marriage and nuptials on a very high pedestal. And they move that way. And that really informs a lot of their 
decisions, even if who they really are may want the opposite. The person who is trying to push marriage away really may be battling with themselves on how they kind of desire it too, and vice versa. I think our parents are, you know, they quote unquote should be our best examples of what love looks like and what relationships can be. But we don't live in a world where that's true. And because we're black, we're in a situation where so many of our relationships have been strategically attacked, have strategically been placed with, you know, wrists, wedges, automatically placed into it. And we got to be acknowledged. We got to acknowledge those things are present and we got to understand how we need to approach it. I believe one thing that I will say one truly, truly thing, and this is for the men. This is a message for all the men and for everybody who's joined in. This, I, I should have did this throughout. Make sure you're sending this to a few different people. Make sure you have them join this live because I'm about to do questions real quick. But what I wanted to say was that for the fellas, what I really want us to do, and I'm so glad that she joined because she truly is the person who um, brought this concept to me about how how often men show this lack of self-worth. And we show that in so many different ways because we believe that we have to either put up with a certain behavior, we have this lack of self-awareness, uh, we don't advocate for ourselves because we're, our self-worth is so low and our self-aware because our self-awareness is so low, we don't have boundaries at all to even establish and convey and communicate. So we end up putting ourselves in scenarios where the people that we are romantically involved with at whatever level and whatever degree are doing things that we don't like or doing things that don't mix or mesh well with us. But yet we haven't vocalized exactly that that wasn't something that that you would like or whatever it could be, for that not to be a thing that happens, or whatever, for you to really be able to show and see how you either, you know, how compatible you really are, because you're really not presenting your full self. And we have to, we have to take the time to do that self-work. We have to take the time to tell ourselves that we have to Stop. We have to stop. We have to pace ourselves. We got to stop being selfish in the matters of what we want and what we don't want. Because it's usually about us trying to make ourselves this center, make it all about what we want. Look, you're attracted to me. You're trying to give me that ass. I'm trying to get that. And everything else, I don't even know how to how to I don't even have the capacity to take in everything else. That's so many men because we've been told and we've bought into what quote unquote masculinity is and what the definition of man is. Because if we had, we could present ourselves as good providers and we can show that we can please women physically. That is it. 
We don't have to worry about being nurturers. We don't have to worry about raising children. We don't have to worry about being gentle. We don't have to worry about being aware. We can be dumbfounded. We can be big-ass children. I'm telling you now, don't do it. <laughs> don't lean into it because there's so many miserable people, so many miserable men, and they can't blame anyone else. They can't point anywhere else. It's on them. It's truly on them in so many different ways. And um, and I think that's something that we really got to change. That's my, you know what, that's my call to action to y'all. That's my, you know, send it on. Is I really think that that's, you know, because we're usually the ones putting women in these scenarios. And I don't like it. Even if I'm the one who's committing these things myself. I never like the feeling of, damn, I, I did it again. Damn, I'm I, I, like, why? Why you keep putting people into these entanglements? Yeah. But if you don't, you got to recognize it as being something that's wrong if you're going to ever change it. I'm telling you now it's wrong. I'm telling you now to change it. Such a great, such a great episode. I believe that this episode is going to be forever timeless. I really want to thank all of y'all for joining in. Because coincidentally, I forgot that on that episode, I actually went live. <laughs> that was probably one of the first times I actually went live for an episode. And I was just, it was just me <laughs> just talking. And, um, and I think Ty was coming through my laptop. And what I want to say is, no matter what you do, no matter what your craft is, stay, stay at it. Getting to 150 episodes was not easy especially when you're doing it alone. You don't have to do it alone. If you're trying to do anything alone, get the help you need. Ask around. Find a mentor. Find somebody who's done it before. Ask them all the questions you need to do because these are the things I did not do. And But that for the next 150, for damn sure you can believe. For the next five years of podcasting and just creating, you for damn sure can believe it's going to be a team around me creating all the things. Um, I think a lot of people left because I, I probably I probably scared a lot of y'all off. Um, I didn't even know, they, I didn't even know I could turn that off. Uh, I probably scared a lot of y'all off talking so damn long. So if you have any questions, um, this if you're listening to this live, if you're listening to this on the replay, if you're listening to this just from an audio perspective, if you have any questions at all, make sure you DM me. Make sure you uh, DM me. Make sure you um, make sure you uh, DM me at Kings underscore Memoirs, and make sure you follow the Simply King Pie page. I'm not gonna start doing the lives on there until I get a thousand. No, the, you said the connection is bad in the a in the rain and hella hard, bro. Oh, oh damn, that's what it is. Um, yeah, so. DM me if you have any questions. Uh, DM me if you want my perspective on anything. Uh, make sure you follow me everywhere at Kings underscore memoirs. Make sure you follow the Simply King pod page on IG. Uh, I'm on all the things from Twitter to, to various things. Uh, appreciate all the folks who join me on this live. I really, truly, truly do. 
This is uh, the redo. This is the 150th episode celebration. You can listen to this episode, uh, this full episode, uh, everywhere. Uh, <laughs> Podcasts are streamed from Spotify to Apple Podcasts to Stitcher to Google Play. Um, there's more and more coming. The quarantine has not slowed my creative juices down. Even with all these weird-ass technical difficulties, I'm still going to shine. And I got so much more in store for y'all. I want to keep showing y'all my face. I want to keep being more visual. I want y'all to keep interacting with me because when we do, when we are off punishment, when the world is off punishment, when we can go outside, I want to keep having these interactions with y'all. I want to keep vibing with y'all. I want us to keep building together. I want us to keep uh, taking these creations and manifesting them into more, so much more. All right? So, this is the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans, Simply Being Humans. I'm Rodney Perry, also known as King, and this is Simply King. Peace. In every day spent all in the shades In the fabric when I tell you what you mean To me eh. Chemistry Intimate memories Every time I give you all my Energy, emphasis, never sleep. Never sleep. Say you.